Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secondary Heroes Podcast. This week, we're talking about the final two episodes of the limited series, Obi-Wan Kenobi. So that's five and six to those keeping track. This is Trevor, and joining me as usual is... Hello there. This is Wan Kenobi. Ooh, and this is Alexander Wolfgang. And I'm Jared Muscarella. What? Wow. Hey, Jared. Welcome back to the show, man. Hi, buddy. Thank you for having me. Oh, well, we couldn't think of anybody better to have on the show than you. The guy who worked it. The guy who worked worked it. it. We did do a little teaser on Instagram and Twitter today showing your credit. Um, thank you i saw that it was very cool oh you did okay we didn't name any names just in case but i thought it was pretty neat seeing your name and credits so it it is pretty cool and um since we have you here why don't you tell everybody kind of what you did on the show and what like what what was your involvement in the show obi-wan i am a prop coordinator which means i work with the property department so all those cool guns lightsabers anything the actor touches i have to deal with in a good way and a bad way. So I handle all the budget. So like this show, I want, I'm going to overestimate. It was like almost a, probably like a $2.3 million budget just for my department. And I was in charge of all that money. Wow. So that's my job. Yeah. Poor Alex. Is like, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. I'm like, maybe no, I should so, check yeah, my lottery my... tickets. I might, uh, might have a couple bucks. <laughs> yeah. So that was my job. And I also had to help create a lot of the stuff too. So my boss, Brad Elliott, the prop master was pretty, not joking, not blowing smoke up his ears. It's one of the best prop masters I've ever worked with. Nice. He's just, I already cursed twice. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm writing this down as we go. I'm going to tell Mickey. Yeah, he's super cool and because he's a prop master who, if you come up with an idea and he likes it, he'll he'll use it but give you credit for it. Nice. So he doesn't go oh, around to your other box. Yeah. So a couple of things, like I got to help design put my input in for Ned B's hammer that you only see a little bit of. And at one of these, I think it's in the first episode where you see them zoom down at the jaw was playing a little wrap up game, leather, leather game, like in the sand. Mm-hmm. I designed that game. So nice. I had to design the game, the rules, all of that to it. So I got to do that for Disney and Star Wars. So there's actually like a backstory to these games. It's not like, okay, Hey, let's just throw a bunch of like little gadgets no, and gadgets together. And, Oh, no, no I had to, nice. they had to tell me because I wasn't allowed to read a script because Disney is very hush hush and secretive. So you have to normally any show I get a script. So when my boss hands me the budget, I can make sure he budget properly in a sense where he's like, OK, like the show I'm on now, my budget's about almost four point two million. Is, this, is my we're doing two films. So my show now is four point two. So he'll give me the budget. I'll read the script. And say, hey, okay, matching everything. I'll be like, hey, we missed this whole section. We need more money. Hmm. So I didn't get to do it on Star Wars, which kind of sucks a little bit because I really wanted to read the script. 
really bad. <laughs> I would be the worst. If someone handed me a script, I'd be like, oh, God, oh you guys want to know something about it? You guys want to hear about the show? It is hard. It's hard not to, but it's hard. You want to tell everybody about it. Like, I want to tell, all I could tell people is like, yeah, I'm on Joshua Tree. It was our code name. I'm on Joshua Tree. Which was like, it's secretive, it's secretive. And then it got leaked. So mm. where we were in Manhattan Beach, we had uh, some paparazzi, some photographers outside of our gates. Because we'd oh, be wow. with, like covering up droids and weapons as we put them in our cars to take them to set. It's like, yeah, sorry about secret. that. It was fun. <laughs> was it? <laughs> it was more fun because like when I had to do rounds, because we were a shorter PA, I'd have what we called space luggage. Which is just suitcases we made put with um, these things called like Greebles. Fake little like pieces we shoved on things stuck everywhere. Okay. So it made it look like future and spacey. Those were in my car. I think that I got photographed somewhere of me loading. Like, what are these weapon cases? I'm like, no, they're suitcases. They're, they're just. We saw their Oh, that's so cool. For the scene when they're all trapped. I think episode five when they're all in the cave about to go off. Right. There's some luggage. That's what it was used for. Oh, exciting. <laughs> Spoilers. Some behind the scenes. I love it. Uh, what was it? Yeah, I'm not allowed. To, I don't go on stage that much, though. I have a rule: if it, if I'm on stage, there's a money problem. So, hmm. so that's kind of okay. the like you never want a coordinator on stage unless you ask me to be there. And my boss never asked me. And the only times I've been there, he told me he almost pooped his pants because he was terrified when he saw me walk on stage saying, "We need to talk." And it, I'm, and never, I'm sure he didn't use the word poop, though. <laughs> no, but I don't want to get me. I don't want to get edited. I'm trying to be polite, you know, PG. <laughs> I do appreciate that. So why why not be on, on stage? Is that because something was wrong? No, well, because for me, it's I have no reason to be on stage. Like, my job's oh, in the okay. office, working with I the gotcha. team, making sure we every, pretty much working with the money and making sure vendors are paid. I have runs going out. So pretty much everything my boss doesn't want to do, like your time cards, working with all the different departments and vendors, I deal with. If I'm on stage or stuck there, um, I can't do my job. Like I gotcha. I, okay. Like episode, I don't know if it's five or six. Spoiler, where they um, where they're about to. It was episode five when they were blasting through the door. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a story about the space cannon. I okay, at space but I don't want to give it. We away, we'll get to that when we get to the spoiler I got portion. Stuck on okay. stage for like an hour and a half, and my assistant prop master is like, "Isn't this the coolest?" And I'm like, "No, no, I, <laughs> I don't care." I'm like, "I'm gonna see this on the field. I'm gonna see this on TV. I, do, I don't care. I don't care." Um, but what was one thing I will say, it's not spoiling anything. Deborah Chow, the director, the one coolest thing she ever did. Nobody's ever, I've directors of orchards have done this is she plays music blast, like really loud music to get all the actors pumped up for the scene. So it helps with their adrenaline. So when all the stormtroopers nice. are lining up, you're playing like baby shark or something. Yeah. Oh, star Wars stuff. Okay. Star, well, Shrek too, you know, accidentally in love <laughs> nice. was blasted a few times. That's fun. Um, but no, she does that. I've never seen a director do that, but it's her way of getting all the actors pumped and in character and ready to go. These these are inside secrets, people. So inside. you know, if if you're if you're looking to uh make your own movie, jot some of this stuff down, you know? Can't hurt. Nice. Keep your prop master off the set. Now was Deborah no, someone that you ever prop coordinator, with the, prop coordinator, keep him off. Right. But was Deborah somebody you actually got to work with much or not? much um this is the first time i've ever worked with her this is the first star wars show she's ever done from what i know i didn't talk right. to her that much she was i got to meet her a couple times in the producers and then that was during prelim like when we were just post or sorry 
Yeah, before I could pose, whatever it's called. Like before we started shooting. Okay. And we before, were, so that's pre. Pre is yeah, pre, before. Pre yeah. shoot. When we did no, pre before, we hung out a couple. <laughs> She's pretty chill. Like they're all. Huh. Yeah, everybody's there's some pain paying the butt, but um, but for the most, everybody's really great to work with. All the way from like our PAs nice. to COVID officers, everybody's just excited to be part of the Star Wars universe. That is so wild to think that there is now a job called COVID officers. Not for long, though. Well, yeah. <clears throat> but still, the fact that that's happening right now is pretty wild. Yeah, it is. No, it's really insane. Yeah. Um, now, you mentioned the hammer. Yes. You were you were telling us a little story before the we started oh, recording. The pre-show. Yeah, the pre-show. pre-show. So what, what about that hammer was such a big deal it was a last minute design it was something that they wanted the robot ned b to hold something mm-hmm. and they were like well he's in a welding shop he's in a body shop he needs a hammer so we on we ran to honest god home depot and got one of those old basic yellow handles sledgehammers and my the prop coordinator and the um john sorry john bush oh my god i love john bush he's the one who actually this helmet was in his office when Hayden, I was told Hayden Christensen screwed around in it. And then he gave mm. it to me as a gift. He's like, here, you can nice. have this. If you're watching on YouTube, or if you're not watching on YouTube and you're listening in your car, Jared right behind him has a, is it, would you consider that a replica or would you call that the helmet? Um, it's a Well, replica. Hayden Christensen had his head in there. So yeah, I guess that would be the helmet. Yeah. And for, and he also got to play around with my prop, Darth Vader saber, which we used to call nice. flashlight. That's oh, the code name nice. on Obi Wan or Star Wars. They're called flashlights. <laughs> mm. And now know. blasters are called pistols, but I used to call them pew pew sticks. Now you yeah, piss pew off. Pews, of course. Because <laughs> that's what they were called. Every time I remember Star Wars, like what sound does the blaster make? Pew pew. Pew pew pew. Pew pew pew. But yes. okay, but for the sledgehammer. They wanted Ned B to hold something working, and since you can't just have a beaten down hammer, there was, I want to say, about three weeks of design into this hammer, if I'm correct. Oh, my God. A redesign designs, and then it wasn't just, okay, we made the hero, which is um, a hero is a master, like the real prop, the one that's heavy, the one that the only the actor gets to use. And then we had a rubber prop, so because he was supposed to, if you remember, I think, episode two, he's holding the hammer behind his back. And squeezing mm-hmm. it. He was actually, if I'm correct, was supposed to hit one of the people with it. So he's going to turn violent. And not violent, but like protect um, the actress. And, um, right. I'm from from the other actors, of course. Yeah, from third, <laughs> sister, from third sister that he was going to protect um, Layla. Or Leia, which, sorry, her name in our show was um, Cece. Well, that was her codename in our ah, show. Ah, codename Cece. Codename Cece. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Uh, and um, her droid, Lola, was Kiki. Did you have a, a hand <clears throat> in Kiki at all? Or Lola, for those <clears throat> who watch the show? Um, no, I met Lola. I met C- uh, Francis, uh, Lola Kiki. Sorry. Lola, hold on. Lola, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> screwing everybody up right now. <laughs> uh, no, she was already designed when I got there. She was already <clears throat> designed. There was, there was a droid that my my prop master created um, RB R2B3. It's an R, pretty much an R2B unit, mm-hmm. 
but he's painted, we painted him to look like Ewan McGregor's VW, all rusted in the nice. baby blue. He loves because he used to drive that on set. And we had, because it's like a junkyard droid. So that we got to build from scratch. And I got, wow. I got to help out a little bit with it, more getting the parts and paying for, you know, making sure everything got budgeted out for it. But also, we all, to, all get to put our input into how we want to design it. Now, my boss has it inside his house. Oh, nice. So, of course. Yeah. yeah and it sucks <laughs> because he wanted so bad to be like, um, whatchamacallit? He's like, oh my God, I want to use it for Halloween because we were wrapped by Halloween. And they were like, no. After the show airs, you can play with your droid out in the streets all you want. Oh no! So we had, oh. some, but he also on the show he bought an R two B two, R two B three. You know the the main. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. R two D two. Star Wars. I swear, I just can't remember names. For crap. Um, write that down. I'm not sure if crap's a bad word, but crap. <laughs> no. I don't know. Crap uh, is okay. He has that droid too, and that was <clears> so his. R2-V2 droid was now, is now part of the Star Wars franchise because in that first episode where you saw them in the background, it now is, is now part of the Star Wars franchise because it was used in the film and has a awesome. certificate and everything. Nice. And I think in his head, R2's head, every actor signed the inside of the head for the prop master. So he has that as well. And actually, oh, it's in wow. my office. When we unloaded his truck, it was in the his prop trailer, and we um, it's now sitting in my office in my way. That's fun. In my way. In my way. <laughs> way. I mean, oh man. Well, it's on a car, so my boss goes, yeah. "Where is it?" I'm like, "In the closet." Your droids in the closet. Get it out of the car. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I have plenty of room to send stuff to me. I'm, I'll take it. Out yeah. For next, all our three, all our new film, all our new 3D designs is in the closet with them. It's protecting the 3D creatures we created for the show. That's fun uh, too. What creatures did you design for the show? I'm not allowed to say anything on the show I'm on now. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, this show I'm on now, the new Snyder. Okay, film. but um, the new uh, Roosh film, the new what film? I knew what now. I'm allowed to say the new Zack Snyder series. It's because it's two films, and then they want to make it into see if they want to make it into a TV series for Netflix. Fun. That mm-hmm. is fun. But um, but you've heard it here first, people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Ned B <laughs> Hammer. It was. I used to call it the Thor hammer because it just made me think of what Thor's hammer would look like if it had wires on it. And it looks like to me, it looks identical. And I used to get in trouble. So I'm like, "Where's Thor's hammer?" They need I'm like what? What? And they're like, "You mean Ned B?" And I'd get reprimanded. I'd be like, it's always gonna be Thor. I don't care. Of course. Because well, they've got to protect also... their IP. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Something like that. But they okay. also. <laughs> In my interview, was like, "Do you love Star Wars?" I'm like, "I will say whatever you want me to say to get this job." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "So you love Star Wars?" I'm like, "I'm absolutely obsessed with it." I'm like, it's very oh man, better than Ninja Turtles, better than anything. Whoa, 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 sir! But you back off. I got the job, and I finally went to the office. I remember he's like, "So what do you think of Star Wars?" I'm like, "I hardly have seen Squat." I'm like, "I've seen the original three. Uh oh. Well, because it's true. I saw the original three because you have to watch." Four, oh, yeah. five, and six. It's like mandatory law. It's mandatory. It is. And then I saw one, two, and three because I was in high school and stuff. So I saw that. And then I, it was kind of it. And he liked that idea yeah. because in the end, when everybody was so obsessed over the minute details, which my boss was very like, oh, this, I don't know, like this coin is so, has to be this color in this specific way. I'd be the one to come in and be like, you're costing us money. Nobody's going to pay attention to this. It's a freaking coin. It's not going to be seen. Go. It's the Star Wars universe, man. 
Yeah, yeah. people are gonna be like, there's a water bottle in that shot. There's a water bottle. No. Oh, it's like, a Game of Thrones thing. Is this like uh, Game of Thrones? So it's like a comic. No, no, yeah, we we were just or, being or silly. Or Downton Downton Abbey was the same way. Oh, I'm sure every show has something like that. So all this stuff behind you, you say that these things are more like replicas. These aren't necessarily the items that were actually filmed, correct? Well, what was, so like this was wasn't used. This was a gift from our to our illustrator from one of his okay. friends. And but when Hayden Christensen came into the set, I was asked to leave. So I have a big crush on Aiden Christensen. I called him my, he was my celebrity husband. And I was lied to. My boss was smart. They were both smart and asked me, asked me to run an errand for them. When I came back, they told me what happened. And they suck. Yeah, they do. Because they were afraid. And, but he, I guess, was in there from what I heard and screwed around and was wearing this helmet. So oh, wow. when the show ended, the prop master, not the prop master, the illustrator was like, I don't want this. Do you want it? I'm like, yes, I do. Unbelievable. Yes, I do. And then, well, they probably have so much crap from tons of movies that they've been on that they're like, I don't want more stuff. Well, here's the funny thing about this illustrator, John Bush, is he had all the original cells to Batman the Animated Series and He-Man the Animated Series. He had the original Excuse drawing. Wow. <clears throat> he doesn't have any more. He got rid of all of them because he, had no space, so he chucked them. What? Who does that? Just chucked them? He didn't even like... Nope. Auction. I want to be at a point in my life where I have the animated cells from Batman the animated series. I can just chuck them. Like wow. I want my life to be that good, and it never will be. But k- kudos to him. I believe in you, Prague. I believe in you. Yeah, trust me. If, when he told me he had like He-Man and Batman, I'm like, I'll take all of those from you. I'll yeah, take all. And he's like, I threw them away. I'm like, you are dead to me. Why would you throw? Them? Why? That's okay. <sighs> You he's gave this guy such high praise when we first started I the episode, it. and now we're so sitting here going, "F that s." I mean, <clears throat> so like a lot of the stuff, like, like there are some scenes where you see, like, um, like this lightsaber. We purchased this as a prop, as a replica. Of this, which is one of those fancy replicas, for us to use as a base to try to figure out how to remake this ourselves mm-hmm. with different pieces, because it can't look like his lightsaber in Episode Three. It has to look like his lightsaber, which would be before, like when he's battling, right? When he's really becoming Darth Vader. Okay. And really, yeah. So that's kind of what we did. So we broke this apart and he screwed around with this on, from what I saw with stunts. They, so when they're like, we don't want to, we don't want this. I'm like, I will just put this with my stuff. Do not worry. Okay. It'll go right there. I'll hold on to it for you. I used to have Obi-Wan Kenobi's as well, but that thing disappeared. Uh. Let me swipe it from me, which sucks. That mm. Obi's should be cool. Darn. All right, so those, they're more like practice items. Yeah, if you they weren't. I don't think call them. The, if they were in the film, I wouldn't be able to touch them. They would have been archived. Okay, that was gonna be my next question. Well, yeah, I was in charge of all the archiving. Me and the assistant prop master. Which okay. Sucks. Don't be a part of archives. I wouldn't be. It just it feels like it would be like doing inventory if you it, work at Best mm-hmm. Buy or something like that. It is doing inventory. Or Michaels. Every bead. Because it, every dollar you spend, like, I think our, if it was over $250, it was considered an asset. So we'd buy paint and we'd buy mold making stuff. It would be like $5,000. Like, where is this? I'm like, every freaking weapon is part of it. So we'd have to photograph every weapon. Be like, okay, this, this entire $5,000 purchase we made of all this epoxy and all this stuff, here's a photo of every gun that it might have been used on, but we don't know. Here's a photo of every rubber lightsaber we made. 
every <clears throat> all of that stuff. because every weapon you see way almost yeah pretty much almost every weapon you saw we made in-house we did on on our studio at our stage where we built everything we didn't really outsource that much we outsourced the gonk droid to a vendor the one who was at the whale who they put the coins into we outsourced right. Which sucks, so that was the coins. Like, we designed all these amazing coins. My boss was like, this is great. And then you never saw them. All you heard was the clinking. I'm like, oh. So, th- so that happened quite a bit, it sounds like. You guys built, like, a- these amazing things that just never really made screen time. Yeah, yeah they didn't. But my boss was so obsessed because he's a huge Star Wars fan. <clears throat> right. From the beginning. So he had to, like, ep- episode. Like, he wanted also to do little Easter eggs. So like an episode, I think it was six when uh, the aunt and uncle are battling the third sister. The pipe he used is the same. We made a duplicate pipe of what was in episode four when they were trapped in the trash compactor. It was an yeah, identical. I noticed that. Oh right. my goodness! Wow. Yeah, and that was just just because we wanted it. My boss was like, "Let's just put this in there, see if anybody notices." Nice. Yeah, I believe that was Rocket. also in Book of Boba Fett. No, I, I, I know it's because I know it's in Book of Boba Fett as well. Well, I'm not going to be a, not trying to be a pain, but that guy, the prop master, stole our idea. He sucks. <laughs> I don't like the prop <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> totally. <Totally>. here. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> no, he's, he does a lot of Star Wars. That prop master, without giving you a name, he does a lot of Star Wars shows. Like he does, he did All Book right. of Boba Fett, he did Mandalorian. But, you know, when you do one thing over and over again, you think you're the greatest at it. That was his problem. He thought he was the greatest. Oh. Yeah, ego oh, so got you me. actually knew who he was. Yeah. I met him oh, a bunch okay. of times. It's when you just roll your eyes like, okay, sure. <laughs> hey, you, Dude, you could say anything about anyone. Nobody's going to hear it. It's on this show, man. <laughs> no, Tell us everything. Please do. <laughs> um, no. Surprisingly, I, I not to cut you out. I know that I yeah. just made that joke, but surprisingly, I've actually had a bunch of people like reach out to me. At least I don't know about you fellows, but who have actually said, "Hey, where was the show last week?" And I'm like, I didn't even know you listened, and it felt really good. Uh, so I, dude, so we do have listeners. It, it, yeah. it does feel it feels good whenever you guys reach out to us and say, "Hey, you guys are doing a good job," or "Hey, we missed your episodes." Like, "Hey, come on, keep it up." Week last yeah, week. Yeah, oh my goodness. You do know who this prop master is on Star Wars. Now you can tell if you are a listener, you can exactly. tell him Jared's true thoughts. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Walk up to him on set next time. I'm gonna feel. We'll see if I ever go back on another Star Wars series. Well, we'll see. Knock Fingers out. crossed. Season well, two, baby. You never know. You agree Unless Obi Wan dies, we don't know. That's we don't know. <laughs> we don't know what happened in five and six. We haven't got there yet. I mean, it could literally happen forty years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? Did that make sense? No. I give you Obi Wan dying. Okay, yeah, we know. You. We know. Yeah, I got on. it. I got it. Get it was lame, but I got it. <laughs> Whatever. I'm trying. I'm trying things. You know, I'm trying things here, Prague. Work with me, not against. So, so, Jared, what was you? What was like your your favorite prop that you guys kind of created for the show that was kind of special? Um. Oh God, there's there was so much cool stuff we got to create. Um, I'm trying to think. There's so many. I mean, the hammer. Even the. You know what it was? The spinning. The the third sister spinning saber. 
that flashlight, okay. that lightsaber, we created. So what? Because it actually spun. It wasn't. It wasn't, wasn't CGI, CGI or anything. Nice. No, we honestly got. It had. It was an empty back, where it could spin. And she'd hold it, would okay. spin around her, and we had wires and We had somebody behind her, like on the ground with a controller, turning it on and off and spinning it for her. Oh, that was one of the coolest props because you wouldn't think like, oh, we're just gonna get just the handle with a circle. And we're gonna edit in like, no, no, we have to do. They this. did it. Nice. It was pretty cool. I mean, there's other really small, fun, cool things like we got to make uh, all this fish meat that you never really see because that was a fun story for the first episode with all the fish. Right. We went to oh a, yeah, uh, where he's slicing it up and eating it. That's actually, yeah. That was like a form of gelatin. And something we had a food specialist yeah. come in an amazing woman like she did all the food and stuff she created all that stuff and the things you take for granted the set i would because i went on the six like hey everybody was swamped like can you bring this slime and the stuff from the office just to make sure and i love my team but i used to work in construction so i'm very big on like just get the job done it doesn't matter um, and so everybody had these cute little rubber gloves on and we're trying to be very gentle with paintbrushes, putting the slime on nicely and glisten and stuff. And I just asked the guys, like, is this contain, like, can this hurt you? No. What if it touches your skin? You're fine. And I just shoved my hand in the bucket with bare hand and I just slopped it. I'm like, we got to get this done. <laughs> <laughs> and like my sister brought me, I was like, Jared, I'm like, this films, you know, I'm like, I'm not I'm like, this is my job, but this films in like an hour. They're getting cameras are up in an hour. And yeah. everybody's just laughing because I just am scooping and slapping it on this fake meat and rubbing it in with my hand. And I'm like, okay, where's the blue powder? And just like seasoning the crap out of this fish <clears> meat. Nice. It looks like it had some slime. I'm like, okay, I'm done. My car, I, it took like almost, I want to say almost the entire day to get all the slime off of me. It was just peeling. Oh my God. But still, I was like, we're done. It's over with. Like, that's one of my favorite memories because everybody just looked at me like, what the hell? And that's when they're like, you should stay in the office. I'm like, I should. I'm like, I <laughs> So were you sipping on anyone's toes at that point, like the art department at all, doing that no, kind of stuff? No, because it was us who had to do it. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if it, it was a different a person's job. but okay. I was, um, since it's a prop, it was a prop, but we did it. I know the person's toes I slept on with my assistant prop master, Bethany Barton. I love her. She's actually now working as a prop master on the new Muppet Mayhem show. You've nice. got to be jealous yeah. about that. I am super jealous, but it's cool because <laughs> I think I told you she had reached out to me. I sent her a couple designs for t-shirts to be used on the series so that might be put up on the series or the crew oh, nice. she has a couple of my muppet pieces i gave her as gifts but she was the only one whose toes i stepped on she was just laughing because she knew where i was coming from like this films we got to get going yeah i'm like i'm like we don't want to be the department everybody waits on let them wait on set deck let them wait on you know mike crafty oh, yeah nobody wants to wait on crafty nobody wants nobody waits for crafty oh <laughs> uh, that's a that's good crafting. That was good. Uh, was there any really fun, cool story? I mean, but, well, I guess besides the one you just told. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I mean, there's a. Let's see. Um, there was a hole in the fifth episode when they're blasting through the uh, the doors. The cannon stopped. Should we say? Spoiler alert at this point. Yeah. Hey, spoiler alert. I think We're going to get over a week. We'll, we'll get to the episode here in a second. But yeah, spoiler alert at this point for this story. <laughs> that was for me. I think it was funny to me just because we did pay a lot of money for this camera, Canon. Like it was custom built, designed with like the egg, um, what the egg bullets, all this. And then it was literally like, okay, we're ready. And right when we shot one, great. Shot two, doo -doo, and it died. 
and it stopped working. And we were all, they were, I was laughing because I'm not helpful when it comes to this. So I was just like, oh my God. Because I'm being called like the can it stopped working. I'm like, okay, I know the vendor, which I won't say in the show because I like the vendor. They just did one of those like, it, something messed up. And I was like, okay, great. And, um, and the vendor the next day, like, okay, we're going to halt doing this scene. We're going to do something else instead. And they were really easy in case something happened like that. Cause you can't control when electronics fail. Sure. And we, right. um, I just remember the next day the vendor came out there and my smart aleckness is just standing there waiting for him. Like, Hey buddy, what the hell happened? He's like, well, you see, like, I don't care. Just fix it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, my boss is like, Jared, I'm like, no, I'm like, you get to be a good cop. You can be as much of a good cop as you want. I'm like, send me in. Cause I'm super sweet and nice over the phone. But then I can be a giant jerk to their face if you want me to. Mm-hmm. I'm like, then you can still be the good cop and be like, oh yeah, I love working with you. I'm so sorry about him. He's money crazy. I'm like, you can blame me for all the meanness. I'm like, blame me. I'm good. You can blame the crap out of me, which he did, which was fine with me. He was like, I'd get calls. Like, this is what so it's cool. like working in the movies, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I have no problem being the bad guy. Like vendors want to call and scream at me. I'm like, okay, you done? Great. It's like. Uh, <laughs> But well, that's no, pretty was... cool, man. Um, should we should we possibly get into this show? Sure, we can talk about We've... the final two episodes. We're already one, thirty man. minutes into this episode and haven't really talked much about the actual show, so maybe we should dive into this. <laughs> yeah, and kind of give us your you know inside scoop along the way. Yeah, Trevor, you want to take over from this point? Sure. So. Hopefully everybody has enjoyed the insights of, because I had no idea that so much went into little things that have background screen time of half seconds. And so mm-hmm. we get to focus on more of the bigger like aspects of the show. And so I guess that we were mainly focused on the storyline. And so for episodes five, do you guys have like, is it tough to separate it between five and six or should we clump five and six and just review them together? Let's review them together because together. yeah, man, clump them together. Okay. Well, in that case, I'll start. And honestly, this is spoiler free, right? Yeah, this is spoiler free. Okay, cool. (laughs) We watched this a while ago. Sorry to everyone listening that we weren't sooner on it, but again, life happens. So I don't remember much that happened. Like I'm going through my notes right before we got on to just kind of get a crash course on what happened. And I know a lot of people worked on this. It's different talking when somebody actually did work on this show. You're going to rip <laughs> it a new one. It. <laughs> but I honestly, it fit in exactly. I kept waiting after every one, two, three, and four. I was like, there's still time for it to get better. Now that we've seen all six episodes, it doesn't really, there's no drama or tension or any reason for this show to exist. I'm. It's perfect for what it is. Like it's well shot. It's well produced, all that good stuff. But the story, there's so many better stories. Like I've seen a lot of online takes that, oh, if you don't like Kenobi, then you're just not a Star Wars fan. And I'm watching Clone Wars while I'm watching Kenobi. Clone Wars has amazing storylines with Obi-Wan Kenobi. You can play Jedi Fallen Order and it has an amazing storyline tied into the same time period of the Inquisitors hunting down. Rebels does the same thing. They could have adopted some of the storylines that existed, and I still don't know what story was told other than randomly in that 20-year gap at the halfway point, Obi-Wan saved Leia. There you go. I'll go next. I'll go next. Okay. Just because I wanna be I wanna be kind of 
I'm I'm not even gonna run parallel with you, man. Right once five and six came out, I was like, this is what I've been waiting for. This this was mm. I five came out and I was like, now this is what this show's been missing. I felt like every visual that you saw of Darth Vader in his helmet going light speed talking making uh reva bow and that whole scene with her making her the grand inquisitor like all this stuff was so good and then to see oh my god i'm like going through spoilers you're spoiling (laughs) i am i need to stop spoiling but what (laughs) but the visuals i will just say the visuals felt like star wars like that felt like to me this is where it really had i mean the visuals had been great throughout the show but the in five and six I was blown away. There was more action in both of these episodes than the last four. The storyline alone was so much better in the last two episodes than the last four. I just had so much fun. fun. I, and I think it was episode five where I had more fun than six, but, but put them together. And I'm saying that those two episodes, I was like, they could have just made a movie out of these two episodes and I would have been happy. That's where I'll leave that one. (laughs) This is actually, Obi-Wan was supposed to be three films. It was originally three films. Oh, no. (laughs) The script, from what I know, changed drastically because COVID hit and Disney Plus was starting up. And they were like, you know what? Three films, we'll save money, we'll do six episodes. And like, gotcha. what, what does suck is like that big final battle, which I really enjoyed with Darth Vader and Obi at the end. Watch it. We're in non-spoilers. Yeah, non-spoilers. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be that battle. Okay. Because it's not spoiling. It was supposed to be actually an entire battle underwater. Like them fighting underwater with lightsabers. Like that was this whole thing. Like that was supposed to be the entire. That it was weird. But it so was bizarre. But also we built lightsabers with this underwater capabilities. This is okay. You wanted a good story. <laughs> I'm going to go back to a good story where I Let's got do it. Let's spoil. Who cares? Let's go. My PA was, um, he was gone. I had to put, they needed him on set. And they're like, I need you to do me a favor. My foreman came in. I'm like, I need a favor. I need condoms. And I told him, I said, you're a really nice guy, but I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I don't go for, I don't go for daddies, but thank you. <laughs> and um, he, uh, he was like, no, we had to waterproof lightsabers. And the only we could do was non-lubricated condoms. And so, of course, I go to see you. I'm like, I need condoms. I'm like, I'm just, ooh, non-lubricated. And the only place that carried non-lubricated I could find were porn shops. So I drove away all Manhattan Beach, like all that area down in Inglewood, different porn shops. So do you have non-lubricated condoms? Do you have non-lubricated condoms? And everybody just looked at me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, here you go, here you go. But what made it worse is I need a receipt. I'm going to need to turn this receipt in for my – this is my petty cash. This is my P card. I need the receipts. And that threw mm-hmm. every like you, you want because you can't talk you about the movie. <laughs> right. yeah, like i'm gonna need i'm gonna need the receipt and so it was great because at the end like my accounting department was like jared flagged every receipt like can we discuss what you're purchasing can we just i'm like oh yeah the four lightsabers i swear to god hero-gasm so, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yes. it, like we had to it was the only way we could keep the electronics waterproof wow and we literally oh. shipped all the electronics of just a small little, uh, uh pc board inside a condom and tied it up that's so interesting to think about. Not so much the condom stuff. That's that's fun, but 
<laughs> it's it's how it's it's interesting to think about how this could have been underwater this this battle underwater i feel like that would have been just an absolute mess of a shoot i yeah i think they were also still kind of coming off because a bunch of the people as well came off of the like my boss brad Elliott was the prop master on um, avatar 2 that's coming out he was a prop he was in new zealand on that so a bunch of people came off of new zealand so i think they were kind of going off of the whole underwater theme of that idea Mm-hmm. And then gotcha. they were trying okay. to tie it in here, and they wanted something different between the battle between the two guys, like the fight. Right. They wanted something that nobody's done before, but yeah, you know, water versus fire it makes sense, right? They already did Mustafar, yeah, yeah, do water, yeah. Okay, Prague, okay. you're a non-spoiler. Oh yeah, that's right, uh, non-spoiler. Uh, yeah, I I think. Like I had mentioned in the beginning, I really enjoyed the first two episodes, and a lot of that was because I was surrounded by hype. I went to Star Wars Celebration, I watched it there, but it was, it was kind of fun. Like I kind of fell in love with the fan service ness of the first two episodes. I was expecting this to be a Leia story, and Leia is one of my favorite characters, so I was like, "Oh, that's really cool. We get to get more of that background." And then the next few episodes came out, and it was kind of underwhelming for me. Um, so I wasn't too sure where the story was going. Like I kind of had headcanon stuff. I'm like, okay, maybe you can go this way. And it didn't. And then these last two episodes were, were fine. Um, I think they were serviceable. They weren't great, different. They didn't wow me. It was just something that happened. So um, I, I, I enjoyed aspects of the, the two episodes a lot. And I would say overall though, um, the stuff that I didn't like outweighed them. So it just kind of became like, par for the course kind of stuff not not like the worst star wars it's not the best star wars it's just a show that happened it was fine um oh, i'm not yeah. angry about it i know there's people online that like will just be absolutely angry that this show exists and it's like well that I mean, sounds like, like a star happens. wars fan it's fine yeah i mean it, it's kind of insane i didn't realize how intense star wars people were like the fans oh yeah they're like, ridiculous. like, dude, it's a fake show. You know, there's exactly. no... Oh, no, dude, <laughs> stop what you're saying. Don't don't, no, don't I mean, go any farther. Go farther. It's also a kid's show, just FYI. These are kids' movies, by the way. I don't know if people know that. They are. But, I mean, I, I can say this much. We're like, going to get uh, some hate. <laughs> in George Lucas said it himself. Go ahead and hit him. The last two episodes, five and six, were to me a lot better because they did. Like, you got the little intro, you got Flea, you got to see Flea. Because I'm assuming people have seen episode one and two and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. So you got to see Flea, and you got to see kind of a little side story and everything. Out of it. Like, it did run a little slow. Like, my partner and I even said the same thing. We're like, this is, where are we going? Can we get a little, I'm like, just slap somebody. Right. Give me a little bit of action. <laughs> and it was kind of interesting. I mean, I feel like to me, like, what Trevor was saying, like, what you know was a story within the middle of it like of him with leia but i think it was just this was their way of saying this is how obi-wan and leia met like so when she right. met episode four like that was the whole point of this was in episode four she's like oh yeah like how they know each Obi-Wan, other right? my only hope. Obi-Wan, but they my don't only know each other the problem in episode four is she says my father fought with you in the clone wars that that's her she's not remember that time you rescued me when i was kidnapped that's why you never link up to things that were Don't made worry, 40 years ago. Episode four, five, and six again. <laughs> yeah, they will. They will. They'll remap. The one thing I will say I did enjoy was watching the first episode and getting the recap of it one, two of movies one, two, and three because I didn't remember squat. So I did appreciate that because like, oh, <laughs> we said oh, that's the right. Those movies did happen. I forgot. Oh my god. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh thank God. I'm like, I don't think I have the patience to sit down. 
not just because it's Star Wars, or they were not that great at films, just because I don't have time to watch movies anymore. Sure. But there you go. Well, that's my excuse point... too. I just don't have the time to watch the prequels again. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, we should probably get into the spoilers section, but before the spoilers, let's do some socials to check us out over on crossthestreamsmedia.com. You'll find all of our episodes, YouTube, our links to all of our socials and everything more. Um, if you don't want to go to crossthestreamsmedia.com, oh, that's right. We've got music for this part. <laughs> Don't worry, it won't throw me off this time, which it already has. Uh, check us out over on, uh, yep, see what I mean? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and more uh, at Secondary Heroes. Leave us a voicemail over on Cross the Streams Media as well if you have opinions about this show or if you have opinions about anything, man. Just send us a voicemail I, have, I I should probably check our emails we might have a couple that I haven't listened to quite yet uh, go over to Instagram not Instagram but YouTube and leave a comment subscribe like because it helps more people see our episodes it's uh, it's a lot of fun man and I like I like to keep up with the analytics so it's fun for me to watch the numbers go up tick 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 um, is there anything else boys I'm vibing. Man. Am I missing some? I know we are. This is a real vibe right now. Um, you know what? And one last thing, <laughs> if you guys could, if you are listening on iTunes, go over to iTunes and leave us a five star review because it really does help the podcast grow. We want more ears listening to us, and we want to bring on more guests like Jared, who spent half his life on this Star Wars thing and not even a Star Wars fan. Isn't that fun? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. Anyways, just remember, all this is free for you and it's priceless to us. Awesome. Wow. So hard cut. That was a hard cut. I don't have soft transitions. <laughs> fade in and fade out is not part of my tool set, but we do want to everybody. If you've not seen this show somehow at this point, it's been way after. This is a spoiler part. But again, if you watch episode four of Star Wars, you spoil the entire thing. So I did like the lightsaber battle. I mean, it was a good lightsaber battle. I mean, the whole thing was too dark, but it was nice. It was well choreographed. Um, I really enjoyed the emotional weight behind it. It was fun. It was also fun to see Anakin's voice come out of Vader's mask when it was broken oh, in half. And it that was my favorite part. Of thing. Oh, it was fantastic. Six, like, that's yeah. what we wanted. We were waiting for like the whole you know series, I think, for for that kind of moment to happen. So that was really nice to see. Um, so I think that was kind of like a big highlight for me, for sure. Is that honestly, I I'm going to piggyback on that. Yeah. Him, Obi-Wan, uh, Obi-Wan coming through and hitting his whole like chest mount with his, with the mm -hmm. back of the lightsaber was yeah. really cool. And then slicing half of the mask off of his face and and then having Anakin say, Anakin's dead. You didn't kill him. I did. I was like, oh, that's good. I like that. Even though we all knew that, it just coming out of a half-modulated voice from Hayden Christensen and, um, oh, God, his name. Give me his name, James guys. James Earl Jones. James yeah. Earl Jones. It was like half and half of their mm -hmm. voices. And it was so modulated. And it was like, that just sounds so good, man. It sounded so good. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Trevor, anything? No, because that just pulls <laughs> away to worst parts of the show. Just because oh, Anakin, 
is such a good character. He's one of the most tragic figures. He has like a Shakespearean tragedy arc. And mm -hmm. just to have him lose again to Obi-Wan, like it feels like like Kenobi, he didn't learn anything and Anakin didn't learn anything. It was like a rematch of Revenge of the Sith that ended exactly the same. Neither kind of, learned yeah. their lessons or evolved or changed perspectives or anything because they can't. They're fixed in time. Yeah, very true. And I do like that Darth Vader in episode four says, when I last left you, I was but the learner and you were the master. Now I'm the master. So is he now talking about the second time that he got owned by Obi-Wan or is he still talking about the first time? <laughs> and what does he learn in these other 10 years that he didn't learn in those previous 10 years? Did the Emperor give well, him we'll find out. There'll be a new series coming to, to Disney Plus. Defeat Obi-Wan? Yes. <laughs> you got a How to Defeat Obi-Wan for Dummies gift for Christmas the following year. He did. <laughs> <laughs> so Jared, as someone yeah. who worked on the show... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jared didn't write the script. I did not. <laughs> I just true. handled my department's money. Um, yeah. I, don't know, I like the big final battle scene, but again, I don't know enough about Star Wars to have a full blown opinion. But I know it was better than Solo. My opinion is a lot better than Ooh, the Solo. Wow. I had to watch that movie like six times on this show, which was kind of cool. The one cool thing is they have a uh, computer software system that they keep all their archives in. And we have one person we read out to saying, hey, and it would be something as simple as, in the movie Solo, or I need a red disc picture of a red disc as a card that you swipe in to get on a plane. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they'll give, and like me, they're like, we can't find it, but we know it's in Han Solo film. Watch the film. I get, you know, free access to all the, any Star Wars shows that Lucasfilms did, animated or not. I could watch them all mm -hmm. at the time, except I either watch Solo like five, no, three times in a row to find this small little red disc that we wanted to duplicate because it would match up at the time. Period. Right. And it was at the you beginning. Of, and you couldn't go through like the archives to find it. Was that too complicated? Could, there was no photographs. Nobody requested it before. Oh so I was the first one, and I remember seeing at the beginning of the film when he's solos like trying to escape with what's her name, and they have like the fake cards. It was Khaleesi, and, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, is that it? Is that it? And I'm literally at, by the third time. Like, this has to be. It. I'm screenshotting this. I can't watch this film anymore. <laughs> watch it anymore. You're done. That's hilarious. Well, I did you have to do that? Yeah, I didn't know Ron Howard directed it, but I knew Ron Howard directed it. If it makes sense, I'm like, this looks like a Ron Howard film. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because there's a drag race scene. Of course, there is. It looks like the old vintage '50s cars that fly now. Okay. Exactly. Pick a new design. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I do want to jump in, and, and there is uh, another uh, cool thing. Well, hold on. I'm sorry. Were you done with your cool yeah. thing or your favorite thing? My little solo rant. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the, I actually really did enjoy the, uh, in episode five, the whole jumping back from the past and jumping to the present with the battle and how Obi-Wan always found a way around or was always kind of teaching Anakin. I liked that. I thought that that was really clever and fun and it, it was nice being able to see, uh, young Obi-Wan and o young Anakin again. Or the, the, I feel like oh, man. Star Wars saying we're not going to use de-aging technology anymore. I, I could have benefited from de-aging technology. I don't need the Hayden Christensen. He definitely looked as old as he does today. 
not older. They didn't. I, it, it's like they didn't even put makeup on him. They're like, just go out there, bro. You're good. <laughs> just do it. Why <laughs> you showed like up today? today. <laughs> but it was fun, I guess, for prequel fans it was to fun. see that. I liked it. I liked. It. Right, I, I mean, I like that Hayden Christensen said that he's watched all of Clone Wars to see how they did Anakin's arc and character development. And he definitely had more of that of striving for victory and not Mm -hmm. just like taking kind of the path, the easier path. Like he wouldn't necessarily go through the whole thing. Like Obi-Wan could essentially outlast him just by being by the book because Anakin's going to get bored. He's going to lose patience and he's going to lunge or do something to lose position. Yep. So it's kind of nice. It's fun arc with that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, there's the great scene where Vader pulls down the ship. I mean, that's that's awesome. No matter who okay. you are or how they slice it, yeah, I the love that only, Star Killer scene. The only thing I didn't. Okay, uh, should we start <clears> just? <throat> I'm sorry, Jared. We're, we're, we're gonna start butchering your show, man. No, we love um, the props, though. The props were <laughs> great. Props were beautifully designed. I think that 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 pulling down ship. You see the ship go up and is about to take off. And Darth Vader, which, by the way, looks great seeing Darth Vader getting to the ship, standing there and holding it, and then bringing it down, looked great. And then all of a sudden, what, there was a, psych, we got a second ship here. Pew! Why didn't he just put his hand back up and grab that other one when he saw it taking off? He used a lot of force, man. He got tired. (laughs) Did the Metachlorians get tired in his He was dying, I'm never going to stop with the Metachlorian jokes. I mean, that setup, though, was also good because it looked like they were setting up the same Hoth scene where he gets there and the Falcon just flies away before he gets there. I mean, they had that same setup. Sure. This time he's successful, but only to destroy a decoy ship. So who died piloting that decoy ship? Like, was there just a droid that piloted it? It has probably a droid, I'm guessing. Had to have been. Jared, was there a droid? We designed a droid for that. My department didn't do any droids for that. But we were the other ship fires up super quick too. Just it was ready to go. Like I think you could have heard it because it wasn't there. Spaceships aren't that quiet. They don't really have a stealth mode to get into being able to. Maybe it's like the Tesla ships. You don't know. You never know. Well, okay, but but right after that, he brings it down. The other ship goes away. This is when Riva is coming to stab him in the back. I loved that. Oh my God, did I love that so much. We even called it. We were we were kind of like, well, how is this going? How is she going to turn? How is she going to make her turn? I loved the dynamic of how Obi-Wan said, you're not bringing him to me. I'm bringing him to you. That was a good oh line. my God, dude. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's the type of him, stuff that I, him? I wanted that. The, first the problem with that, though, is they could have built the tension. She reveals that so early in episode five. They could have went where Obi-Wan had, like, no options left, and then she reveals it. Because by the time she makes her decision, it's too late. You know, I thought for her. They, they had a plan. I thought Obi-Wan was going to distract him. Not, I'm going to leave on a decoy ship, and then hopefully he forgets that you existed or something. I don't know what the plan they agreed to was. Only one kind of left her high and dry. <laughs> He's like, peace out. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Um, yeah, but that, that, to me, 
and these are i i feel like i'm gonna be hitting i'm like oh yeah this part sucks but right after that it's like whoa well it's a good balance because i mean there's the whole fight where vader doesn't even need a saber he's like i'm just gonna block it with the force like he even tosses the saber to her to give her a fighting yeah here go ahead he's just playing with her it was really good that was sick did you design her saber too no, he said he did. Um, oh, no, he did. That's well, right. no, not the spinny one. But yeah, he mentioned that, but the one that gets tossed. No, to our, by, uh, our boss designed all of them. My prop master. Oh, okay. Him, uh, New Zealand company called Weta. Weta oh, we works. love Weta. Oh, yeah. yeah. They um they helped design all of those as well. Nice. I didn't know Weta was involved. That's pretty exciting. Oh, oh yeah. Weta, we use them a lot. We're using them on this show now too. Weta does a, cool. really, a lot of amazing props. Oh, Your nice. Zack Snyder show. Yes, the Zack Snyder show. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I hope a second cut comes out ten years down the road. Oh. You never know. Well, we'll have to see if he has something happened. He, I think it's kind of known fact that he crashed his car at the studio, right? Yeah, I believe so. Well, I know this fact. I don't know if yeah. this general knowledge, but I read he, uh, uh, common knowledge. Though. Common knowledge. So yeah, I, w- I was in my office. We heard a bang, but nobody knew. He was driving his wife's oh Tesla God. and couldn't figure out the whole stop and go thing. Then he went right into one of the buildings. Are Teslas <laughs> built differently? Is that? I don't know. Do you have yeah, to I guess it's relearn like you have to how to drive a brake. car? You don't hit the brake, but he hit the gas and he went into the building. And it was all he was oh, fine. No. Everyone was there. And I, Zach Snyder, I know we're not talking about Zach, but Zach Snyder's a really chill guy, super cool director. And me just meeting him, being the smart aleck I am, I'm like, the night after all this, a couple like a week goes by, and I'm like, hey, you driving your wife's car again? You get your wife to let you drive his car. And he just looks at me and I just keep walking. He he drives drives it through the studio doors and you walk by and say, Hey man, you can't park there. Yeah. <laughs> Should say that. <laughs> oh That's my god. I'm sorry. If you're watching on YouTube, I keep wiping sweat. He it is, is so hot in But California. I do want to go back to the scene with Reva yes. and Darth Vader, where you know the Grand Inquisitor comes back and takes his pin. Um <laughs> he did his thing. Dorky. They do this thing in Star Wars where they just they just don't kill people. They're just like, you know what? We're just gonna let you like die here. They Austin Powers. They're like, why not just shoot him? I have a let me go get my gun. I'll shoot him right now. I was like, no. Like you, you like you have her. Um, you could have killed her there, and then instead she goes off and who knows what she could do to, to wreak havoc in a, no one ever dies. No, no one, one ever dies in Star Wars. Dies. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's like, a yeah. line in whatever movie. No one ever no one's ever truly gone. And that's no one's ever. What because when he brought back Darth Maul, it, they just like, we're bringing back like, Cool, everyone's coming back now. <laughs> well, Reva literally gets stabbed in the stomach, and yet she's able to carry a boy across a desert back to... She like, also found a ship. Force healing is canon now, in case you didn't know, Alex. It's been canon I'm, for a while. Here's another question that I've got. Why can't Jedis fly? I mean, technically they can. They can do really long jumps. Yeah. Then it doesn't make sense. Like, never mind. Never mind. It's all pretend anyways. There's too many. There's too many times where I'm like, just fly. Why are you walking? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. But you know how many kids love seeing their heroes fly? The guy's jumping. (laughs) The guy can jump three buildings. That's great. You can fly. You're you're beating traffic right there as an adult. My mind is like, I have that ability. Screw flying. If I can just jump from like hill to hill, I'll be at work in ten minutes. Yes, fun, huh? dude. Right? Boing, boing, yeah. boing. 
flying. Flying, you know, there's going to be planes. Jumping, you just kind of <sighs> hop over a vehicle. I'd be fine with that. I'd be great with just. <sighs> And you realize that, like, uh, uh, you know, Obi Wan could have killed, you know, Darth Vader. He's like, that's not my friend anymore. He could have killed him then, but he left I him was to rot why. on the planet too. I'm like, well, now he went on and killed like billions of other people after. Yeah, that. like, great. D- that's destroyed the entire planet. That decision job, that he just made had so much sadness, and despair in the, the galaxy. But he can't yeah. kill him because he's going to be in a movie. That's. I feel like they should have let Anakin win this one. Mm-hmm. Because then Obi-Wan gets him back by essentially inspiring his son to destroy the Death Star and right. finally he, show the good. You know what he should have done? He should have pulled like the Superman dying thing where he pretended to be dead and he wasn't really dead. You know? <laughs> I like how Vader just buries him with rocks and leaves too. Yeah, that's what he could have he, done. He could have buried with the rocks. He could have stayed under there, like like somehow faked his own death by like, you know, blocking his heartbeat or something using the force. Well, and that was and, the thing too. Yeah. Can't you, oh, well. if he can, if he can read that there is a force user like in the area, how could he not read that this force user was still alive using the force to keep rocks off of him? Well, maybe he didn't think because he knew he was weak. That was the whole thing. Luke's because he saw he was weak what, in episode two or three. He saw how weak. But he just said, You're now strong. You are at full strength right before the fight. He goes, Oh, you've got all of your strength back. Smart. He's being a smart ass. Smart Alec. Smart well, no, that's baby. how I was saying it. I was saying <laughs> smart Alec. I'm like, I don't remember. He goes, <laughs> you're full of strength now. Or something like that. Batman. He knows how weak he is. Why wait to see if he suffocates? He's trapped. Lots of people. Let him starve to death. More of a suffering death. Yeah. From a... No, Anakin's like... literally done this in Clone Wars where he holds a rock over himself. Where it looks like he's dead, but he's covered in rocks, and it's there the same. Go. Anakin's experienced this; he knows. Yeah. <laughs> so, Clone Wars, Rebels, everything's tied in together now. That's what we do in an Obi Wan. I love it. I love it. Yes. I do want to give a mm. shout out to Leia. Somehow, her droid fries all the wiring in the base. Like it literally uses a laser and cuts the wiring, and she brings in a screwdriver. And somehow fixes the entire thing. Tink, tink, tink. This <laughs> is done. I got my oh, screwdriver. I fixed the entire fried wires and everything. It's it. great. <laughs> great. She's stuff. a clever girl. She's a very clever girl. girl. You don't know her background in science and um, technology, you know, and electronics. <clears throat> yeah, who knows? She, cool. she probably went to ITT Tech there. Yeah, they've got one. <laughs> Alderaan. And Alderaan, yeah. <laughs> Uh, she was the youngest student, but she won every day. That's so. fantastic. Um, was yes. there anything else about these two episodes? I know that we're trying to keep it. I don't know if we're trying to keep it under an hour or we not. Can but keep going because I do want to give a shout out to Ewan McGregor. This must be something he missed doing in the originals, but he has this new one foot jump to deflect laser blasts when they're in the cave he keeps jumping yeah. off of one foot and doing it's like all these little pirouettes that he's i've never seen him do <laughs> it as Obi-Wan before he's like i'm trying something new <laughs> i didn't notice I this didn't notice. look at that i totally <laughs> noticed i i absolutely i was like wow that's that's pretty cool he's getting fancy yeah, he wasn't just deflecting. he wasn't on two feet deflecting him he's like i'm gonna do all kinds of fun stuff cool nice. <laughs> I need to keep notes. I need to start taking notes when I'm watching these shows. 
There's also a point in episode five where he says, admit, admit your beat master, it's over. And he literally has the high ground. And he doesn't say, I have the high ground. He, it's totally set up for him to say it. And he doesn't yes! say it. And I was so disappointed. I was waiting for it. And it just didn't happen. I can't, but missed opportunity. Jared, yeah. this is where you got to step in, man. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I mean, to me, I would... You should storm on a set. <laughs> There's wasting money. When they do, you know, to me, with saying I have the high ground is too much of going back to that one. It's just too much fan, of a fanfare. Yeah. And then people like complain, like, I can't believe That this. line is just etched in Anakin's mind for the past 10 years. He hates <laughs> Obi Wan so much. He despises him for that moment. There's no way. That is Anakin true. Anakin is like the biggest drama queen there is. There's no way he's not using that line. Anakin is the type of person. He flies a TIE fighter standing on top of it. He uses the force to control the engines. And then again, the force flight. for the wind to blow his cape just so he can come in flight. impressively. I mean, the cape was everything, if anything. <laughs> and he went to the Dumbledore School of Drama. So he <laughs> definitely knows how to do it. I'm by, I've ordered my own death, my own Darth Vader capes so I can wear around the off my work. When I'm walking across the studio lot, I just want a cape billowing with me so everybody gets the hell out of my way. Nice. I, nice. love I like that drama. I like that. But to <clears> me, <throat> I, to me, if so, if I heard him say I have the high ground, I'm like, oh, that was a cheesy line. People would complain. There's no winning because either you don't say no. That, that's the thing is, I, I definitely agree. There's no winning, no matter what yeah, they did. Either or, people are like, you said it. Oh, what you said it. Yeah. Or he didn't, <laughs> or he say didn't say it. Right. This opportunity. Was there know. Wilhelm scream in this? I think we pointed it out, I believe, in one of the episodes. I think it was episode three, the one okay. that we, I really did not care for. Okay, cool. The I, one with the awesome power zoom out. Oh, I'm thinking of the boys. Never mind. The boys had yes. the Wilhelm scream. scream but there was and an they made episode it very three prominent. Where he falls off, the, the, the stormtrooper falls off and does yes! the Yes! Okay, never mind. Yep. That's, yeah. that's Are you talking one. about him getting split in half? Mm-hmm. It goes, oh! Yeah. That was... God. It was supposed to be... We had a little more gruesome, but we had to hold back. Like, we wanted, like, his intestines to come out. Like, that's what we were... Like, to show, like, he was... And they were like, no, this is Disney. We were like, come on. Oh, missed opportunity. I Jared, know, are you are you watching The Boys? No. I've never seen it. Oh, my God. Watch The Boys. And I then... To watch it. And then but, get on that show and become prop master. And then nobody wants those props. Man. Just, yeah. Oh yeah, not after this season. Not after Hero Gasm. No thanks. Oh, I saw that clip for Hero Gasm. That was interesting. <clears throat> <laughs> which which clip? Because it Last was the night, entire. Uh, it was the, the entire show. episode. Was the, show. the dude running inside of Eureka and the guy going, "Huh." Okay, 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 okay. All right. I could do right. more of an impression. But yeah, I saw that. And I was like, okay. "This is interesting uh, porn. This is nice mm -hmm. to see on TikTok." Mm -hmm. Okay, but, <laughs> back back to PG. Yeah, so speaking of dark, though, <laughs> Prog mentioned how dark the scenes were, and I would say yes! when we went to the third sister chasing Luke, I was like, okay, I have the lights on. I will turn the lights off. Maybe it's just there's glare on the TV, and so it was pitch black. And I'm like, there's like no light emitting from my TV right now. This was <laughs> that was all filmed at Gl in Glamis, so they were there was no. They couldn't put outside lights. This was all the natural light from the moon and everything with just minimal lights from the space. I figured they tried to do it on purpose, but I don't know if it conveyed the best right, for the scene. That was hell. I was very grateful that shooting I did not have to be a part of. Like I asked, I yeah. said, do you need me there? They're like, no. And people were dehydrated. People, a bunch uh, of people got rushed to the emergency room. They were running two crews at the same time. 
Glamis like, is so hot. This oh, was God. somebody, one of my people I knew got bug, uh, bed bugs at their hotel. Mm. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah, this was just when this was towards the end of the show, and they were telling me, I'm like, because all the producers, everybody had air conditioning, but like all like set deck, everybody else. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> this is stuff you probably shouldn't be saying. No, no, man. no! There's nothing wrong. It was just. There's nothing was... wrong with bed bugs and going to the emergency room. Everybody was dehydrated. There wasn't enough water. We're in Glamis, where like you touch the sand and you're being burnt. And yeah. it was all for like when you uh, McGregor dug up his box, like where his lightsaber was. Oh, it was yeah. for that scene, the walking away scene, in the chase. It was just, that was an intense scene. They wanted to be as natural as possible, which did suck because it was super dark to the point where I'm like, you couldn't really see Luke up on the cliffs when he was like running past her. And I'm like, is I that... saw him, but like, it was very faint. Yeah, I was right. like, is that a dingo? I'm like, do we put a new creature? <laughs> a dingo? I'm like, is there a new creature? Do we not know about this animal in the background? I'm like, the oh, dingo no. ate the baby. It's a baby. <laughs> That's what I thought. From him. I'm like, oh no, it's Luke. He fell, then he's unconscious. Right. I'm like, and then, you know, third sister saved him because she didn't want to be a murderer. She force healed him and he forgot about all of that because he still wants to be a Jedi. I just want to be a Jedi. Anyways, we're not talking about that. Um, (laughs) There's also with shooting, they had that bird's eye perspective that was super shaky when they're Vader and Obi-Wan are fighting. Like they did the whole dark lighting. It looked like Force Awakens with the red and blue lighting. Mm-hmm. It looked just like Force Awakens, but that they went the above camera view, and it was so shaky. I'm like, no, <laughs> it was good when we were on the ground. It was it was a good choreographed yeah. fight scene. Yeah, I want to say my my biggest um, quip with the whole show was the excessive amount of city cam work on this. It was excessive. Like I'm mm. I'm. <sighs> I mean, I definitely prefer mounted cameras. That's just my my style. I like Kubrick. Um, so anything that is very like shaky cam, like I don't mind it once in a while, but like when it's nonstop and it's the whole time, it like I feel like I'm not watching Star Wars anymore. And I have to say that because so it makes me sound like one of those kind of fans. But like it really didn't feel like I was watching Star Wars much at all this whole show. So, hmm. but. Not in terms of props and costumes. That was great. Yeah. Hey, let's. We always. <laughs> every time that we say something bad, we, <laughs> we always. Then we about always say something about props and costumes and the and the locations. Wonderful. Very good. What's I think is funny for the Star Wars fans talking about props is breaking down. Like I'm noticing when everyone can open when it first came out, people took the gun and slowly started figuring out every piece we used. Because this wasn't just like, oh, you know, Obi-Wan's blast. I don't have time for that. (laughs) And they literally were breaking it down. Okay, it's this type of pistol with this added on and this scope. And we're like, looking like, my prop master's like, they're missing something. He goes, they're missing these three pieces still. And like some person, because now we're down to two pieces, they don't know what it is yet. It was that type of thing. It's just how intense people are getting. We need to figure out how to make it. And See, this sounds like Ready Player One, like the, the quest for <laughs> yep. the eggs. It is. It's kind wow. of insane. Like they want to know so bad. Like, how do we make this? Like that was one thing I told my boss. Was like everything we created, which is super cool. Which I thought was so cool about Star Wars. I'm like, it's going to be recreated by fans. Like the mm-hmm. emblem uh, for the for the um, Inquisitor's emblem. My boss created that. That oh, symbol, nice. the design, and all that. And I just told him, I said, you don't realize if this show's big enough, how many people are going to get those tattooed on? Wow. We, yeah. well, actually, oh me, and my sharp master, me and my assistant prop master actually almost got him tattooed on us for fun. 
Shut up, nerd. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars nerd. The guys never seen it. We almost did it. Thanks. We didn't, luckily. We forgot to do it. Then my boss reminded me on this show. He's like, Did you get my tattoo? I'm like, No. Sorry. No. I'm like, I forgot to put it here. I forgot to my bad. I, yeah. I do have that. If you don't mind, I want to jump back yeah. into qualms real quick. Um, I have this one major, major qualm that's bothering me really, really bad. And it's in the last episode where Obi-Wan is like, I have to leave. They All he wants is me. He doesn't want you guys. Let me go in this little pod and they'll follow me. They are in a gigantic starship filled with other, other spaceships inside this thing. And yet we have to take everything there just so one person could fight one person rather than saying, hey, man. Why don't we follow them? You take one of these starships and go follow him. And we're all good. But I agree with you from a logical standpoint, but it is classic Anakin. Anakin will always do that a hundred times out of a hundred. That's just who Anakin is. And he's in command of the ship. So there's nothing anyone else can do. <laughs> well, let us put a troop of stormtroopers in a little pod to go I mean, follow them. Speaking of stormtroopers, there's the start where they know where the base is, and instead of just sending a giant laser blast or bomb to blow it up, they're blow like, up. "Let's send down some stormtroopers." Well, they wanted Anakin. They wanted Obi alive. That's what he wanted. He wanted Obi alive, so they couldn't blast it down with the laser because they might kill him. Of course, him. they could. I don't know. They're not really good at shot targets. I mean, I've noticed something. Well, that's what's funny because the troopers, the once thing. they're there, they're like this close to people to shoot them. Oh it was God. awesome how close they had to get. They it was almost oh God, face to right. face to be able to, to hit those guys. Well, get okay, closer. And it was like one shot every like two seconds. You've got a thousand of these guys. Just when I play video games, I'm going. <laughs> if I'm in that hallway, man, I'm trying to mow down a bunch of Jedi. I'm going. <laughs> How's that going? I, I <laughs> I had we had a bunch of the helmets in the Clone War helmets on. I wore a bunch in the office for fun. You can't see <laughs> like they miss uh, okay. because there is no eye vision for and this is no joke. Like you know, like no wonder they suck at their job. They can't see squat. Yeah. Like this was bad, bad design. And whoever's like, here you go, Darth Vader, I've got this covered. This is what the helmet should look like. And they're like, like, uh, not really like, how bad is that? I don't need to <laughs> see to just spray exactly. <laughs> That's that okay. I think I'm done with my no, qualms. <laughs> Prague kind of summed it up well that there's good parts, but it seems like each one has like a bad part that goes with it. Like the third sister's storyline that she was a youngling and she was there when Anakin killed everybody. That's a great starting off point. And then you get to the point where she should have been just killed because she was stabbed with a lightsaber and she also shouldn't have been shot and complete darkness when she actually goes and has her character redemption to save Luke. And so you have mm -hmm. like these good elements and then they squander it with these bad pieces that match. And that's like the whole show. That's why it's not good or bad. It's just, it seems like, I, I don't know what they needed, but there was some piece that they just needed to balance. Maybe it's the balance of the force. It was the good and the bad. There we go. There was an analogy for the entire show. Okay. <laughs> Figured it out. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Solo Juan Kenobi. <laughs> Fantastic. 
Well, Jared, do you think that there's going to be a sequel? Um, I don't know. I'd like there to be because it'd be more work for me. Talk about like it, man. It's that. not like you signed an NDA, man. Just talk about it. No, we, I didn't. We just, <laughs> we've all put our talks, like my boss and I talked about it, and the only thing we can do is in episode four where he's fighting Darth Vader, Obi, and he vanishes. There's, it's called something. I don't know what the name is. Or his whole body disappears in front of Luke. He has right. to learn. My boss said one thing: is he has Obi Wan has to learn how to do that. He doesn't know how to do that yet. Right. So how, maybe like he goes, there can only be if there's any more seasons. It's one more season because Darth Vader can't be in this one. Like in the right. next season, he can't be in it because you already saw what happened to him. Now he's got to go do Rebel One and all that other stuff. He's got to deal with those people, and so it's got to be Yo, um, Solo, not Solo, sorry, Obi Wan and Yoda, and Yoda needs to train him. All well, no, that's him. why he meets Qui Gon at the end. Wow, but Qui Gon's true, but he Qui Gon can lead him to Yoda because Yoda teaches. Yeah, so, but I mean, Yoda's what... the one who told him how to do it. Like Yoda hasn't been able to achieve it himself yet because he's still alive. Qui Gon actually figured it out, and so at the end of Episode Three, he's like, "Your old master has a technique for you," which he's been trying. So now, I mean, so shout out to Liam Neeson showing up. If they were going to do another series, it's kind of got to be like that one. But like, that's yeah. the only thing I told my boss was if you use Yoda, it won't work unless you use Frank Oz as the voice, or it's a worthless show because you have to have the same character voice for it. And I think he's retired now, Frank Oz, from puppeteering. I believe so. So, well, you could probably use uh, George Lucas, he's got a very similar voice. No, I'm just saying, dude. <clears throat> just saying. But I mean, who knows? It's our show was the most watched for like show at all of Disney Plus and viewing like since it's been on it was the most popular show to watch so that works in our favor for a, sec- a sequel a second season right. money hey. baby I mean money. Leia can get kidnapped every year for the next ten years sure, why until not? The episode four actually starts we're good she's good <laughs> actress I mean that actress was super sweet she sold me Girl Scout cookies I can't complain I like oh. Oh, dude, <laughs> come on. She's in my office with her little uniform on. I'm like, look, she goes, hello, oh. I'm looking over my desk. I'm like, who are you? So you bought I'm cookies like, from oh. Princess Leia? She's like, uh, Leia you're thing. buying cookies from me. You know who I am. You're buying cookies well, from me. <laughs> she worked. It worked because I was like, all right, what do you have? And because she, she brought, wheels in the car with all the cookies. I'm like, what do you have? And I'm like, all right. And I asked her because those Girl Scouts, man. They're crafty now. They don't. They take cards. They've got swipers and stuff now. Unbelievable. Yeah. So she's like, and I'm like, I don't make a lot of money, but I'll buy like five boxes from you because you're super cute and you're not in your Leia costume, and you're wearing your girls. I'm like, just I'll buy cookies. That's fine. I'm like, thank you. Nice. And she was super sweet, super cute about it too. Tagalongs, they're the best. But for her so, birthday, the one thing we did do for her for her birthday was we had a droid party. I wasn't part of. What well, a droid I, party. We had for it's like five three. five nights at Freddy's. Droids come out because we were in charge of all the droids with the uh, hold on, yeah, the um, builders droids builders club. I became an honorary nice. member. I got to get one of their coins and help build what? droids, but they all came in and did a parade for her to hand her her cake because she loved all the droids, especially there was a graffiti droid that's kind of in the background of I think episode like two or three. Um, that's, uh, that was her favorite one, so that brought her her cake. We did a big, with all balloons and hats and all the droids, did a big parade running around with them. Nice. Sounds okay. adorable. It, it was. I was not there for that. I said, Phil, I live in Van Nuys. This is Manhattan Beach. I, I need to go home. 
I like the Manhattan Beach area. It's really nice. I do. I, you, you, not when you live all the way up here, like 45 It's nice and cheap to live in Manhattan Beach for sure. There's a reason. <laughs> I would live in Manhattan Beach. It is so, like, it reminds it's me beautiful. of Florida. It's expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. Oh, oh, you want to live like, oh, I want to live, no, you can live like in Inglewood near Manhattan Beach. In yeah. No. No. Okay. okay. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> Kenobi. Hopefully everybody enjoyed it. We found some new insights to it. And if you haven't seen it yet, it's available to stream whenever you want. You can watch it at your own pace. And that's the fun of it. Is it the best Star Wars show? It can be to you. Oh, Trevor. That was, that was I nice. like that, Trevor. <laughs> we should end every episode like that for all the... like. We should go back and re-record Velocipaster <laughs> and end it with that. I like it. Very sweet. To everyone listening, we hope you enjoyed. And Jared, thanks for joining us. Actually, Jared, before we leave, why don't you mm-hmm. pimp yourself out? How, who are you? Can people follow you? All that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Sad Sidekick, all one word. You can see all my art and some fun photos that I am allowed to post from shows now that it's done. So... <laughs> different things like that but yeah that's where my handle you can see custom design works i've done on shoes art pieces i'm doing one right now actually for uh not to be political for road versus weight since it was overturned i'm working with a muppet group and we're designing muppet pieces for auction for women's rights Heck very yeah. cool man that's so awesome they'll be up on my site more information once we get it from our uh, post so we'll be sad doing- sidekick everybody sad sidekick on instagram the charlie brown of superheroes it's <laughs> a good tagline. It's <laughs> me. Cool. Well, so, thank you to everyone listening. We hope you enjoyed, and we'll talk to you next time. All right. I go. Adios, y'all. Bye.